ladies and gentlemen. Triple M has rocked Sydney since way back when. And while some shows come and go, one show remains. Absolutely brilliant. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Here comes the ready and now. Listen to the crowd roar. The greatest sports legends. Would you put your hands together? The soundtrack to your Saturday mornings. And in 2022, a couple of the stars returned to the starting lineup. And here we go. The best broadcaster in the business, Dan Ganane, and racing royalty, Richard Friedman, join Iron Woman, Candace Warner. Oh, Saturday, 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 Saturday. Seatbelts on, welcome. So welcome back. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Yeah, it's Saturday morning where the sun is trying to do something. Richard Friedman, <laughs> Candace Warner, how are we, team? We're very well, thank you. And Elliot Lovejoy. He joins us this morning because Dan's away somewhere. That is a fantastic name. You sure? That's your real name, isn't it? Uh, on the birth certificate, yes, <laughs> yeah, unless really? it's a made-up that, one. That's, yeah. not, that's not your first dog's name and your first street name, you know, added together or something like that. <laughs> Mixed together would make sense, but no, it's it's apparently a birthright. It's one I'm pretty happy with. Fantastic. Welcome, Elliot. Thanks, and Dan. I just want Dan, to apologise in yep. advance for Richard. Oh, the first half hour sitting behind the scenes with Richard, a lot. There's, there's a lot of thoughts that man has that I didn't know entered anyone's brain. There you go. You will walk out of this studio a different man. Not, maybe not a better man, yeah. but a different screaming. man today. Oh, I have aged with some of the theories and thoughts. I didn't know the world was flat, but yeah, Richard's sharing some oh, things today. I see. I see. This is, that's very ageist of you, you know, Elliot. Very ageist indeed. And you shouldn't be encouraging him, Candice. Oh, it's hard not to, Richard. You bring a lot of things on yourself. Look, team, this afternoon, uh, this morning, I should say, uh, of course, Bathurst, I don't know if you guys got a chance to, to watch what transpired yesterday with crashes, with people going off with. It, it didn't stop raining. It's, it's a mud pit out there. It really is. It is indeed. Yeah. Now, I'm looking at the uh, Bureau of Meteorology radar right at this very second, mm-hmm. and there's this big blue, yellow, red and black blotch yep. and it's heading right over Bathurst as we speak right. well, and we it's saw, heading right for Sydney. We saw the collisions yesterday, another big day today with two yep. practice sessions, a top 10 shootout uh, and obviously the big day again yep. tomorrow. So it's going to be massive for anyone there. I feel sorry for you, pack your raincoats, but you know, <laughs> sitting at home watching it, it's going to be spectacular. Yeah, we'll get you the latest on, on Bathurst in a second. I'll be honest, the only real reason I said yes to, to Phil and Dan's big boots over the next few weeks is, is Candace's quiz. But I do want $100 at Bingley. Yes, yes Elliot. Yeah. Elliot. Thank you. That's sad, right? Because <laughs> you're a Queenslander, right? <laughs> uh, born in Tamworth, thank you. You're so so the worst kind of Queenslander, a defector. Uh, some say defector, some say cheap real estate. <laughs> so you're starting to get to know Richard. Yeah. He's got this jealous streak because my quiz goes slightly better than his tips each week. Really? So there's a part of him okay. that just... You don't eats mind him up my inside. tips when, when they're winning. Oh, yeah, give us another off, one and yeah, another yeah, one. Yeah, but how, Richard, how often do they win? What, yeah, not often enough. One for 40? About as often yeah. as your quiz you know, actually <laughs> works. <laughs> all, right, all right, take a breather. Coming up next, stuff uh, from Channel 7. Of course, he's live at Bathurst. We'll spend some time with Mark Beretta. Uh, the Van Gisbergen collision. What's that mean for him? If you're a Van Gisbergen fan, he was heavy favourite to go into this weekend. Now he'll start further back in the grid. Is he still a chance? We'll find out next. The Dead Set Legends on Triple M. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candice Warner. Triple M, this is the Dead Set Legends with Candice Warner. Richard Freeman and Elliot Lovejoy. Bathurst weekend. As wild, wet and windy as it promised, uh, joining us now from Channel 7, the jack of all, master of all, 
Mark Beretta, what we're seeing on our tellies, is it as wet as it looks, mate? Good legend. Yeah, it is. And I think that saying is uh, what uh, Jack of all master of none, I think, is really it. (laughs) um, uh, Great great to be with you guys. My favourite Saturday morning show. Um, Awesome up here. It It is loose and wild and wet and just going crazy. I don't know how much of yesterday you saw, but the qualifying session was out of control with when Craig Lowndes goes skimming across the, the pit lane entry and can't control the car and goes in about a 10-metre wall of water, this just disappears, you know you've got your hands full. And, and as Lowndes said yesterday, it was probably the wildest day he can ever remember on the mountain. So we had it all. And the good news is we, we're going to get it all again this afternoon. Uh, it's Barrett's Richard here. Mate, that, I was watching yesterday afternoon and, you know, I, I was just sort of had it on in the background. And then I was watching it, and then it was news time, and I flicked to the other station and kept watching it because it was out of control. There were guys hitting the hitting the walls, hitting each yeah. other, uh, sliding into the sand traps, it, 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 and there were guys who were clearly very good in the wet, and they were being yeah. almost hampered by guys who weren't. Yeah, it, it was wild, Richard. And um, look, I think that the amazing thing, I think Scapey sums up. He, you know, he said. I, I've never seen a day like this at the mountain. I've never seen tougher conditions. The, the trick was, what we were getting was, you know, being a mountain, the water runs off. And when, it, when you get a, a big bunch of water sort of built up on the side of the track and then the dam bursts, if you like, and it runs across the track about two or three metres wide. When the cars hit that and it's, you know, say um, three or four centimetres deep, they just aquaplane and they lose all control. And, and that happened to a number of drivers. We also had an interesting incident, uh, which you probably saw, when uh, Shane Van Gisbergen just turned around Macaulay Jones at the, on the way down the mountain. Yeah, I, um, I saw and that. And he's been penalised heavily for that. Well, well, yeah, I saw that. Van Gisbergen came up behind Jones and went to yeah. cut inside him, and yeah. they just ran out of room. And that's been Van Gisbergen's fault. Van, Gis- yes. Van Gisbergen's fault. Yes, spot on. Yeah, and and look, to be honest. Um, Shane had plenty of time to pull out of that, and it was a bad spot to do it, and the conditions were all wrong. It was, it was a driver error. Um, I spoke to Dick Johnson afterwards, and Dick said they should have put him to the rear of the field for Sunday. You know, he was that hard on it, because it could have been a lot worse. And luckily, the, the upside of the wet is that when guys are coming off the track, they're skidding on the wet, and they're not hitting the wall with the impact that they would if it was dry. So that's sort of the good side of, of the conditions up here. But the penalty for Shane is that, They'll, they'll move him back three spots from wherever he finishes in the shootout this afternoon. They say he finishes first, he'll start from fourth spot. If he finishes in 10th, he'll start from down in 14th. So um, that's the setup for him. Mark, two practice sessions and a top 10 shootout are scheduled today. Uh, with shocking weather, how much carnage can we expect, expect, especially around that hell corner, the kink at the chase? You know, it's going to be carnage. Yep. Candace, open a smash repairs shop in Bathurst today and you will not look back. It is going to be wild. Um, and it will be. You know, that, I was talking to Scafie about it um, earlier on today and um, Scafie's on the, the board and, and one of the owners now of the of supercars. And, you know, a lot of people and his other owners are saying, look, should we move the, the shootout? Should we do it early while the, you know, the weather is a little bit better? And we said, we can't play God. You know, that, that's, that's just sport, as you guys know. You, you run it when it runs and you lock in and I mean, we could move it from later this afternoon and find that, you know, the sun pops out this afternoon. That's Mount Panorama. So, um, it's yeah, it, it's going to be wild. It, it's Top 10 shootout is a one lap. Just throw it all at it. Give it your best. Um, you know, and, and some guys will get great conditions and other guys will just get the worst of the worst. And unfortunately, that's how it is. Look, the good news is um, tomorrow is a 160-lap um, race, 161 laps, 1,000 kilometres. Um, it, it'll sort itself out from that top 10. But 
the race for top 10 shootout this afternoon is all about it's just giving yourself the best chance, trying to get yourself in the best position to get up the road and get away from the chaos that will come tomorrow in the race. Doing a brilliant job. Mark Breda from Channel 7. Uh, on you, mate. Uh, we appreciate you joining us on the Dead Set Legends this morning. Good on you guys. Love the show. Keep it up. Thanks, up. Barrett. Thank you. Oh, I love the, the mountain. It's one of the great bogan fiestas, right? And <laughs> oh, I'm telling wow. you, they are going to – you see some of the scenes off the, off yeah. the side there. You add about four inches of mud to that. And yeah. that is something to behold. Yeah, some of the greatest mullets in Australia are oh. collecting together this weekend. <laughs> it's Dead Set Legends on Triple Fantastic. M. Fantastic. Set and Match. And other cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. The Dead Set Legends on Triple M. Elliot Lovejoy, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. All thanks to the superstars at Blue, uh, Sportsbet. You can get on the Sportsbet app today and start a bet with mates group. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports Update. All right, Richard, Candice, the NBL is underway. The Sydney Kings home opener last night. Uh, they destroyed the Bullets. Did it pretty easy. Only won by 10 in the end, but uh, off to a good start. And I think they had two blokes, Candice, drop over 20. Yeah, um, it was actually tied at um, the final break at 67, but the Kings were too good and they're now undefeated after two rounds. But what a monster crowd, 11,500 people there last night, which is the biggest standalone season opener in the club's history. So I feel like the popularity of basketball is just through the roof at the moment. We're going to get you a membership sorted for this coming season, Richard. We get you out there for the half-court shot or? Pass. Okay. <laughs> Not unless it's a freebie. Richard won't free? pay. Is it you, free? you get an $80 dinner after if you're interested. Oh, you yeah. get an $80 dinner. Okay. Oh, well, then I'm in. I'm in. Hey, but can you get your take? One triple three five three. the Cam Munster saga at the moment. So he has re-signed with the Storm for, for another five years. Many thought that he'd go to the Dolphins and, and maybe one of those many was, was the coach, Wayne Bennett of the Dolphins. Now, I'll get both your take in a second, but but this is Wayne voicing his disappointment on not getting a phone call from Cam before it was announced yesterday on the rush hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo. No, it's pretty ordinary stuff, mate. It's pretty ordinary stuff. I understand about managers and all that, and there is a need for them, but what I don't relate to and I struggle with is the fact that the players, all the tough conversations that have got to be had are missing. You know, they, they don't... They don't ring you up and tell you they're not coming. They don't. They don't have to make that. They don't make that phone call. That's a tough phone call, being a phone call. None of us want to make, you know. But but if you want to be a man, then you got to you got to you got to behave like one. I don't know, Wayne. I think I deal with jockeys' managers on a daily basis. They don't get a call from the jockey when they're getting off my horse to ride something they prefer. Uh, you got used to it. It's you know, I. I okay, it'd be nice if all the niceties happened, but you know, sadly in this day and age, it doesn't happen, Wayne. And I don't know, does this sort of say something about the fact that Munster's not going there now, he's going to stay in Melbourne? Is that, is that, the, is that the end of the, the great Wayne Bennett aura that could drag any player to any club? Is that, is that where well, that's think, gone? I think that's why the Dolphins got him there, to try to recruit these big-name players. He has that big name um, as a coach. But he's failed to sign Harry Grant, Reese Walsh, Caelan Ponga. He's missing all these um, star players. So something's going wrong. Um, you know, the fact that he rejected the Dolphins' uh, four-year deal, which was worth $5.6 million, is is massive. So something's going is going wrong at the Dolphins, and um, yeah, 
I don't know. New, new clubs, though, they're usually a hard row to hoe. They're usually that- tough going for the first three or four years, almost in every code. Do you feel like the NRL should be helping them a little bit more? Because I know that oh, Wayne Bennett can. is feeling that the NRL aren't helping them enough. Yeah, but the NRL's got to look after every club. Can't just, you know, nurse one. I know that. But I if know. You're bringing your 17th team in a new team. You want it to succeed. You want it to. Yeah. to the AFL I mean, do that a bit. They do, definitely they, do. They and do we that. saw that when they, you know, with GWS, they've given them all the round one draft picks. And I mean, it didn't really work for them. <laughs> I'll, I'll play devil's advocate. You say. Yeah. Munster doesn't have a phone call. Cam and Wayne have had a relationship for a long, long time that goes beyond footy. They're mates. Yeah. At Reb level, they've become mates. You would think if your mate is going to say no to working for you, would he not tell you yeah, first would, before he gets out there? That's a fair call. It would be nice. But, you know, I've been mates with some of these jockeys since before they were, were even jockeys. When they were babies, I was mates with their parents. It does, it's business. They got managers. They just hand it over to the manager and the manager does it. And and that's why we have managers or people have managers well, so don't. that they don't who, have who to. Who has a manager here? But Do you look, have one, Elliot? Look, Do you have a manager? None on my no, 50K year. There no. must be look, one person here has a manager. So <laughs> Braithen Astor is Cameron Munster's manager. He gets probably a really good percentage of this deal. So, yep. you know, he, he's going to be making the hard calls. But if they do have that prior relationship, then I think the fact that they are friends – you know, aside from all this, then yep. probably a phone call wouldn't have hurt. Well, well let's take some calls next. One triple three five three is that phone number. It could be as simple as Wayne Bennett is a better bloke than you, Richard, Richard and that's why Cam owes him a phone call and your jockey's done. <laughs> it could be as simple as that. Is, I, I don't know. You've come down from Queensland. You've made all these assumptions about it's me. It's a question, not a statement. I, I, I've been nothing but I'm nice saying to you. you might not be a good bloke. You, you could for be Bennett, the best in the world. For Bennett yeah. to come out with these um, comments, though, yeah. he's clearly hurt yeah, yeah. Hurt by the situation. All right, we'll get but some is calls. He, is he really? We'll or is calls. he just making headlines? What did Wayne do to you? One triple three five three. the Dead Set Legends on Triple M. Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Kinane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner. Dead Set Legends on Triple M, Elliot Lovejoy, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner. Uh, if you're just with us, one triple three five three. The Cam Munster saga. So he's re-signed at the Storm for five years till the end of 2027. Wayne Bennett has come out, the coach of the Dolphins, saying, geez, it would have been nice if he called me beforehand. Love to get your take. Uh, our favourite caller today, too, will sort you out with a $50 Jimmy Brings voucher. Jimmy Brings delivers drinks in 30 minutes. Get Jimmy. Uh, Shane in Marrickville. Uh, let's get your take. Shane, what do you think about this? Did Cam owe Wayne a, a phone call and all of this? Look, guys, just a couple of quick things on the Dolphin situation. Wayne needs to be brought kicking and screaming in the 21st century. <laughs> look, look, no, really, CEOs and player <laughs> managers do the dealings now. Not the coaches, and he should know that. Secondly, the Dolphins is too big an organisation not to be a success. It won't happen overnight, but within the next five years, this club will be a powerhouse. You've only got to look at the money they have, their junior base. It will be huge. It'll take time. But lastly, and this is the bottom line, Munster went for the cash. They offered him 800 grand a year. They upped it to 1.1 million. He's, he's, I know he's losing probably a million bucks, but the security being Melbourne and they up the ante, it comes yeah, down the cash. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, Shane. Thanks for your call. Does Wayne sound like some, you know, someone, a, a girl sitting home saying, why didn't he call? He never called. You know, it's just, what, what's Wayne turned into? He used to be the toughest coach there was. What's going on with you? What? You've been Wayne bashing for 10 minutes now, Richard. Because, you know, he coached Queensland. He's a okay. defector.
Okay. You know? And Blokes he coached who, who, the mighty Rabbitohs yeah, as well. And there it is. It. I don't like the Rabbitohs either. We can can your grievances Listen, later on then. <laughs> Owen, you just stay out. You keep pushing those buttons. That's what you do. We need, we need to sit you and Wayne down. Just half an hour in a room, hash it out, hug it out, maybe a kiss on the lips. We don't Wayne, know. Wayne doesn't care what I think. We might. He doesn't. He loves his ponies, apparently. You think he'd buy one? Probably not I'd from probably. you. No, not after this. Um, <laughs> all right, we'll sort out Shane with that with that voucher. But coming up next, this is it's the best a time. Coin, Wayne, isn't it? Not as much as you. The best time of day. One triple three five three. Candice's quiz is oh, the only have, reason I'm here. Have you done? Yes. You done. You've done quizzes on radio before. You're experienced radio man. None like this. No, none like that. This. Is exactly none right. As successful, exactly. and as entertaining as this, y- yeah. this is a quiz like no other. So, it is the worst quiz on radio. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Not what I'm told because Bingley are Who a major you? supporter. The person that wins today, a hundred dollar Bingley voucher coming your way. Ooh. So give us a buzz. One triple three five three. Candice's quiz is next. The Dead Set Legends on Triple M. Making a racket. Little tennis joke there. You are the worst umpire that I've ever seen in my life. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Kinane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner. On Triple M, the Dead Set Legends, Elliot Lovejoy, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner. It is now time for the only thing that really pays our bills every Saturday morning. (laughs) The real highlight. Ladies and gentlemen, they say knowledge is power. Well, plug me in and power me up. It's time on Triple M's Dead Set Legends 4. Just, just plug me in and electrocute me. Great great brands, great value now available in store and online at Bing Lee. Better living every day. You know, not Lionel Lee, who is the head of Bing Lee. Yeah. He's, he's a mate of mine. I texted yeah. him the other day and said, what are you doing? You're sponsoring the world's worst quiz. Yep. He said, no, it's the best quiz on radio. So someone's clearly got at him. He just tweeted. Who's got at him, He Candace? just tweeted at Dead Set Legend saying it is number one. So uh, today, It plain- is the number one quiz. On this show, at least. Uh, Emma in Holsworthy <laughs> playing today for a $100 Bingley voucher. How are you, Legend? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Are you Thank a soldier? You, Emma. No, I'm not. We're not soldiers in our house. Okay. Just live in Holsworthy. Okay. <laughs> thank, well, thank you very much for calling up today. You're going up against Elliot. Um, so, Elliot, you haven't done this before. So, what happens is um, I'll ask Chaos. you the first That's question. That's what happens. Yep. Go on. And then, Emma, whoever gets the most questions right wins the, the voucher. So, it's pretty easy. It's a great concept, yeah. Candice. The it's rules fantastic. change every week. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, keep up with that. All right, Elliot. Mm. Cam Munster re-signed this week. What year did he, he did he debut for the Storm? Oh. He debuted as a fullback. I want to say twenty thirteen. Oh, you're so close, but you're wrong. See, it's she 2014. Does that such, she says that with such joy. Oh, yeah. you're so you know, you know you're I so do? close, but you're wrong. Because I'm all for the people. Okay, yeah. I want the people to win. All right, Emma. The A League yeah. season began yesterday. Who were the 2021 season premiers? A League 21 was winner. Mm, wasn't Sydney. Uh, it was a Melbourne team. Yep. Uh, Come Melbourne on, Melbourne FC. No. Jeez, Google. Can't be that slow. Oh, that was close. <laughs> Melbourne City. All right. Uh, is that so half point? Nil- no. no. She said it's Melbourne. No. Okay. That's I the know, way it works. I was trying to help Emma out. I know Queensland yep. kind of a half point place. We just let things you know. happen, yeah. Uh, There's no rules. All right. Yeah. All right, Elliot. Mm. The Australian National Rugby League team, the Kangaroo squad, was named this week. Mm. Who is Australia playing in their opening match? Fiji. Very good. Thank you. One to Elliot. 
You know the coast right. never got one on this this quiz. That's the first time ever. I can tap out then. Pretty much. Okay, thank you. No, we have. We have had one. What? Yeah, one beat. Yes. Yes. Because yes. All right. All right. Emma, the Bathurst 1000 <laughs> is this weekend. Name one of the two. Name one of the two who were the 2021 Supercars champions. Uh, 21 Supercar champion was... Just one of them. Just one of the two. Ben Ginsbergen. Ben Ginsbergen. No. No, we had Chaz Mostert or oh, Lee Holsworth. You're going well, All Emma. Right. It's a good start. Okay. Yeah. Emma, so, don't let <laughs> him win. So, Elliot, from do Queensland. not get this question right, okay? okay? So, yep. if Elliot, if you get this question right, right. then it's game over right. for Emma. Okay. Elliot, the Women's Rugby World Cup begins this weekend. Only three countries have won the Women's mm. Rugby World Cup. Yep. New Zealand, England, and? So, if I get this right, Emma can't win? That's right. Yeah. So Papua, don't get Papua it right. New Guinea. That's all right, Elliot. Papua New Guinea. <laughs> Okay. Oh. No, you, no, yep. no, no, it was USA. Oh, well. Okay, but Elliot didn't know that anyway, so don't worry. All right, Emma, Penrith Panthers won the 2022 NRL Premiership last Sunday. How many premierships has the club won in total? Oh, who would know? Four. Yes. What? Yes. Does Emma win? She wins. No, it's one all. Oh, for goodness sakes. It's one all. <laughs> we're going to be on, here till Richard. tonight. Okay, so up. Emma, we're going to do an extra question. And I'm just, if you get this right, mm. then you win. Yeah, you don't okay. even get a right yeah, there is There is holes in this, <laughs> yeah. all of this, uh, Candice. you're working but it out. That's okay. Well, we don't get to this point very often, okay. so I don't really know Sorry, what keep rolling. <laughs> all right, Sydney Kings <laughs> played the Brisbane Bullets last night. What was the final score? Oh, that's tough. I don't know. Hang on. Hang you on. have mentioned it. Just getting the phone. One. You got a phone on you? 100 to 90. Yes. We have a winner. Yes. <laughs> Best ever, Thank you. Don't say that. Call up anytime. It's a, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on my quiz. Oh Thank dear, Candice. is <laughs> wonderful quiz that returns again next Saturday. That was a wild ride. Great service, great brands, great Award value. You. <laughs> Available in store and online at Bingley. Better living every day. Hundred dollar voucher is coming your way, Emma. Uh, you thought the quiz was bad. She's up next. Richard's tips for the weekend. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> nice intro. Bad to worse. It's straight up to this. The Dead Set Legends on Triple M. Oh, no. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. You've spent half of this show, Richard, whinging about your relationship with Wayne Bennett. Something's happened there that we don't know about. <laughs> I don't have a relationship with Wayne Bennett. Well, Wouldn't know who I was. Clear your brain. Go in with a much better and open, less black heart. And, and give us your tips for this weekend, please. Wow. My tip for this weekend is the races could be off by about race two if this rain hits, but we'll assume that they're on, but it'll be on the heaviest track. They'll need flippers. They'll need oars to get through what's going to happen this afternoon if this rain comes. I'm going to wait till race eight when the track will be like a ploughed paddock. And uh, I've had to find one that could get through the wet. So I've, uh, I've gone for the – I'm in, in the Silver Eagle this afternoon – and I'm going to go for number 12, Waterford. See, a little play on words there with Waterford in the water. However, Waterford has won on a heavy eight track before and is in really good form. So have a, have a crack at that. Race eight, number 12, Waterford. All right. So anyone who wants to have a bet, basically don't back that horse. Right. Is that That's what you're saying? That's the last tip you're getting, even of the good ones, you know, the <laughs> you really good me, ones. You don't give me any good ones. 
Candice, where are we at for, for what this year's been? And don't get me wrong, I, I get to hear your, your dulcet tones occasionally. I, I've heard maybe this show four or five times the last month or so. I haven't heard a winner yet. Hey, hey, have, hey, have we hit? Hey, 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 Richard hey, hey. tipped me a winner about yep. six weeks ago. Okay. Two winners on the one day, on right. the one meet, two weeks about six weeks ago, and that's been about it no. all year. See, I didn't brag about it the other day, but when I said that complicated thing, these two horse, these three horses will fill the placings, take them with something else. If you'd have done that, you'd have made hundreds, hundreds out of the, oh, the trifecta. I never said on. anything. I did. Come I just let it on. go through. You, know? you heard it from the Oracle himself. Recap, who are we going for again today? Race eight, which is called the Silver Eagle. It's a million dollar race this you afternoon at Randwick. Yes. Right? <laughs> and it is number number 12. Waterford. Didn't you say number six before? I did not say that. <laughs> What's the jockey on that one, Rich? Tommy Berry. You heard oh, of him? Oh, Tommy Berry. All right, I'll put money on that one then. Tommy's got to jump from Barry love, 13. That's not We that, love but Tommy. If it's that wet, it won't matter All where right. you jump from. All right, well, I'm going to keep my money in my pocket, but good luck to you if you're jumping on board that one. You're a the test <laughs> legends. I am not. I just moved there See, for a little you're bit. You're trying to deny it. Richard, go and have a copy, coffee, have a break. We'll come back after this on Triple M. <laughs> Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Yeah, big second hour for you. We will cross live to Bathurst, the best in the business, Greg Rust from Rusty's Garage. Wet conditions have been there. Uh, Elliot Lovejoy, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner. Candace, I've got to say, as a human being, you're a very well put together person. Uh, Look you, out. You, Careful here. But, Thank you. But... You didn't strike me as the type to get on the home brand deodorant or whatever you've tried today because it, it's not Could working. Can you believe this guy's it's just not arrived? Far out. Look, I knew I was a little bit stinky today, but I didn't know I was that bad. Nah. You know, you've you know you're sort of I've struggling your when you sort of Richard. That's disgusting. <laughs> no, I've used this deodorant today. I won't use the. I won't yeah. tell you the brand, but it's actually given me bo. I stink. <laughs> And usually when my armpits are a bit Stop touching dry, them. I can't help it. I just don't just want the smell to get on my shirt. Put your arms down, right? You know down that saying, you know that deodorant mum and they say you, you know, you can skip a day? Well, you nope. can't skip a minute with this deodorant. I reek. <laughs> so I can't I'm believe you brought this up. Oh, I just, I've got to sit next to her. No, the concern is when the horse trainer can smell you, that's when. Hey, she's used to smelling disgusting. me. I come straight from the stables. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's, there's literally hay on your back. Yeah. You've made no effort whatsoever. No. You still smell better than Candace today, unfortunately. Oh, come uh, on. I thought you were on my team. Well, most of the time, but when it comes to scent, I mean, it's a closed door. It's a very small All environment. Right. Next, right. <laughs> the Dead Set Legends. Sorry, Candace. I, I did, Don't had do nothing that. to do with this. Don't pretend you're on her side because you're not. Next, Steve Corica, <laughs> the manager of Sydney FC. They're in action tonight, their first game against the Victory. Uh, we'll catch up with him straight after this. The Dead Set Legends on Triple M. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, Hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner. It's the Dead Set Legends on Triple M. Elliot Lovejoy, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner. The A-League is back underway and old rivals go head-to-head tonight at Allianz. 7.45pm is kickoff. Uh, joining us now, a man in 05-06 was a man possessed playing for Sydney FC as their manager looking to get their season off to a good start tonight. Steve Corica, this is... The OG in terms of rivalries, isn't it? This is the team. I know you want to beat them all, but this is the team you want to beat the most in Melbourne Victory. Yeah, definitely uh, one of the big derbies, especially when I was playing. This was the big derby, the big blue. Um, it was our very first game of, of the season back in 2005, I think it was. So, 
Um, yeah, everyone looks forward to this game and to, to have it at uh, Allianz Stadium, which you know we've been outside of for four years now, which we're so looking forward to getting back to and, and to play Melbourne Victory there. It's going to be a, a great night, I think. If the rain holds out, of course, because it looks great at the moment, but I think it's going to probably pour down tonight. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't look forward to that. I think there's going to be plenty coming on the radar. <laughs> yeah, Steve, I train great. racehorses. I understand the nature of pressure and expectation. Are you feeling it this season? After last season, when you, you missed the finals, what, for the first time since about 2016, and yeah. the expectation of those fans that the, that the golden years just roll on and on and on and there's never a break, yeah. does that weigh on you? I think um, at this club, there's always pressure. I think this year is no different. Um, you know, the expectations are to, to win trophies and, and to do, obviously, to be up the top and, and to make finals. Uh, we didn't do that last year. So, um, obviously, there's more pressure in that department. But, um, yeah, it's, it's like another season for me going into the start of the season. Uh, we've, we've obviously had a, a big, well, big clean-out from last year. Uh, we've signed some very good players, I think, and, and a lot of young boys as well. Uh, gives us a great blend of youth and, and experience, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the, the squad we got together. And yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how we go tonight as well against Melbourne because they're, they're a good side. They'll, I'm sure they'll be up there as well. And and um, yeah, they've got Nanny as well. They signed Nanny, so he's obviously the big marquee signing of the, of the A League. And I'm looking forward to watching him play as well. You talk about Nanny. Um... He's making his A-League debut tonight. Now, he's netted several times in the preseason. How do you stop him tonight? Oh, listen, we have to get really tight on him. We, we, we obviously don't want to give him space on the ball, but he's, he's so good on the ball as well, so it's going to be difficult. But we'll, we'll do our best. Um, you know, we have very good fullbacks and, and are nice and aggressive. And um, I think it's not only him. I think it's uh, their, their front three or four are, are really good players, got speed as well. So, um, you know, we definitely have to defend well tonight to win. Steve, do you, do you think the quality of the A-League is starting to be noticed across the world? Because I know that we've had marquee signings for probably 10 to 15 years now, but you seem blokes that are fresh out of Premier League, like uh, Charlie Austin. He's gone to the Roar at, at Brisbane. Mm. Uh, it, it's just going and going by the looks. Yeah, it's obviously great to have these players here because it lifts the, lifts the game in Australia, obviously, the profile of the game, which is which is great, which is what we want as well. So I think just the, you know, it's been COVID for two and a half years. There's, there hasn't been a lot of spectators coming to the games. I, I, I've got a good feeling about this year and that's going to change. And, you know, we're expecting hopefully around 25,000 tonight if, you know, if the rain you know, sort of helps us out a little bit there. So, um, yeah, it does feel like a, a turning point that the, the A-League's heading in the right direction with the crowd. Everyone's excited to, to come to Allianz Stadium as well to have a look at it and to, to watch the players. So, you know, we need to put on a good performance tonight to keep everyone coming back. I'm sure you will. Just a quick one before we go. Is there an A and B plan, like an A plan if the rain doesn't come, which I think is unlikely, <laughs> uh, and, and is it a different game if it gets really wet? Oh, you, you have to take that in consideration. Um, I think it does say it's going to pretty much pour down uh, right on kickoff. So, um, yeah, we, we definitely have to take that in consideration. We've trained on the field the last couple of days. Um, one day was in the rain. It, it holds up really well, but you just don't know. And we'll, we'll see when we get there tonight and, and the conditions. But you have to take um, take that into consideration. We don't want to take too many risks if it is, is pouring down, yeah. 
All right, Sydney FC take on the old enemy tonight, Melbourne Victory. Again, that's Allianz Stadium, 7.45pm. Their manager, Steve Corica. Appreciate you joining us on Triple M on the Dead Set Legends. Good on you, mate. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner. The Dead Set Legends on Triple M, Elliot Lovejoy, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner. Uh, Dan Ganane will be back uh, after a few weeks of jet-setting, well-earned nice. rest from, from you two. It's good for some. Uh, the cricket last <laughs> night, Candice, you were there. The Aussies win by 31 runs. Some bloke called David looked all right with the stick too. Yeah, well, it was a few. It wasn't just David Warner, but it was also Tim David who we saw. It, it was mostly um, David Warner. You know it. <laughs> 75 Indies, or 41. It's pretty yeah, good. West Indies won the toss and elected to send Australia into bat first. Uh, Dave obviously got off to a really, really good start. Um, but then we saw newcomer Tim David on only his fifth appearance um, in the T20 for Australia come in and, and just explode out of the block, scoring a really impressive 42 off 20 um, batting at number five, which now gives the Australian selectors some sort of a headache going into the World Cup for that middle order. What can you tell us about Tim uh, Candice? Because we caught up with Mitchell Start the other day, going into that camp against the West Indies, he'd never met him. He, he seems to come out of nowhere. Yeah, well, with um, the way the setup is and the players, um, some of the Australian players playing in different formats, sometimes they don't cross paths. Um, he plays for Hobart, we see in the Big Bash. Um, you know, he's one of those really, he, he's tall. He stands at 1.96 metres tall. Like he's just got that raw power. He's big. Um, Isn't he on a huge sum in the IPL? Yes, but it's not always about money, Richard. Yeah, but so how, just, just how much is money. he? How much is he on in, in the IPL? I think, oh, look, I think it's around one point eight um, <sighs> million dollars. So, but we saw last night how destructive he can be and how uh, strong he is in that middle order. So, you know, he got four boundaries in a row last night. Then he got um, you know consecutive sixes over mid wicket. Like he was really impressive, and he came on it at a time last night where. David Warner got out and then um, we saw Maxie get a run out. But then the way he came on and just played so fearlessly, I think, is what was so impressive. And um, like I just said, the Australian selectors are now going to have a bit of a headache for that for that spot with um, Steve Smith and, and then Marcus Stoinis coming back in. You know, what are they going to do for well, that middle order? That's but good. it's a really good headache. It's a good Absolutely. headache to have. What about Mitchell Stark bowled well last night? I often yeah. criticise Mitchell Stark in, in the limited overs because, you know, he, he he's – He's a wicket taker, but he can be loose and it can really cost, but he was really good last night. Well, yeah, he got four wickets um, and that's the first time he's ever got four wickets in the, in the T20 for Australia. So it's really good signs for, for the team going into the World Cup. They now fly to Perth today to play on uh, to play England on Sunday and then another two games on Wednesday and Friday next week in Canberra. And then the World Cup starts. So we'll see them take on New Zealand for that first game at the SCG on October 22nd. So really good signs for the Australian team. They looked great last night, but there's still plenty of improvement to come. Yeah, that was the World Cup I was talking about before. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up, uh, we are going to take a look at sports right across the globe, including the 2029 Asian Winter Games. They've been locked in. And locked in a location, I never thought we'd see him. But I don't know if there's a bit of dirty money at play here. Well, <laughs> by the way, be careful. By the way, can we get some Queenslanders turning up to the cricket because the crowds the last two games? These are your people. Hey, I'm from Tamworth. I just live there because it's cheaper. Triple M, the Dead Set Legend. Oh, no. Dan-
Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Dead Set Legends on Triple M, Elliot Lovejoy, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports Update. Guys, next week we'll be underway with the Rugby League World Cup. Uh, Australia has flown out. They have landed on British soil. Uh, the warm-up game is happening to uh, overnight. England have, have absolutely pants Fiji. I think they played their, their second-string side, Fiji, but they, they beat them by 50. <laughs> the the, them, the Poms could be a real threat this year. You don't know. Am I going to offend people by saying that I don't really care about this World Cup? I feel like... But you, your husband's playing. Not rugby no, league. Oh, sorry. Oh, What's wrong with wake you, Richard? Wake up, Richard. No, I'm just saying after the NRL premiership, <laughs> it's such a long season that I, I don't really take a huge interest. You weren't listening. You know what, Richard? <laughs> wow. Go back to sleep. That's, that, that's, that's <laughs> That just, just sums up Richard. It's okay, dreadful, that sums isn't it? Him up. Let's send Let's... him over there to cover the sport now he's done that. <laughs> but uh, we have met... got a World Cup coming, coming up that your husband is playing in. Yeah, but we're not talking about that just yet. We just spent a minute on something else, but now you're with us. Racing, this is your Christmas period, plenty on the way. (laughs) Yes, there is. And we got Melbourne Cup in Melbourne, of course, in the spring. That's brilliant. I mean, we all love growing up with the Melbourne Cup. But we've got our own Melbourne Cup in Sydney, (laughs) even better. Yeah. Uh, The Everest, it's coming up too. And that's, it's a $15 million race. Yeah. Those numbers are extraordinary. Ordinary. What about the Golden no. Eagle as well? Are we really starting to? Is Golden Sydney Eagle racing, seven? I think seven million. But is this starting to? And then that's 10? the same day as Derby Day. Is this starting to like Sydney really rival Melbourne and, and the racing? Well, look, Sydney has always loved its racing in the spring. It's just that they sort of handed it to Melbourne for the whole spring, but now they're taking back some ground, and I think it's great for both states. Both states, as long as there's great racing in the spring for everybody to enjoy. What's the What's the problem with that? Well, hopefully you get some better tips when they come up. Uh, and aye, aye, aye. quick one too, Saudi Arabia announced as the host for the 2029 Asian Winter Games, the hottest place in the world just about, will will host a winter games in the desert. Yeah, this is absolutely bizarre. It's going to be held in an area called Trojana, which actually doesn't even exist at the moment. So they're going to spend $500 billion right. transforming a, a desert city and it's going to have like yep, a yeah. year-round skiing facility. Do you know how much snow they get in Saudi Arabia? Yeah, none. That, no, no, it did snow in 2016. Does that give you the, the hint? Not a lot. I feel like you made that up. Good, clean Saudi money, no doubt, part of that as well. Absolutely. Uh, coming up next on the Set Legends, <laughs> Greg Russ live from Bathurst will give us the latest there straight after this on Triple M. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. The Dead Set Legends on Triple M, Elliot Lovejoy, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner. It's time now to talk to this man. Rusty's Motorsport Update. For Bendix, Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Yeah, on the line now, our great mate, the king of motorsport, Greg Rust, the Rusty's Garage podcast. It is free. It is excellent. You can grab it on the listener app today. Hello, Elliot, Candice, Richard. Good Rusty, morning. Rusty, how are you? Good morning. <laughs> Rusty, Bathurst is on this weekend. Uh, the weather is absolutely diabolical. So much rain about. Plenty of uh, people in the crowd. Anyone can win. Bathurst kind of over the years has had its own weird microclimate as well. It can be almost snowing or raining at the top of the mountain and dry in the pit lane uh, down below. But this is going to make it really challenging for the competitors, for the crews. Um, Some of the stuff that we may have seen in the dry running perhaps on Thursday may not necessarily translate to um, tomorrow. I mean, you're talking, I think, earlier in the week about 15 to 30 mil of rain 
uh, tomorrow, so that could make it changeable as the as the race unfolds. So we're going to get a bit of a surprise podium, I think. Um, experience will count for a lot, but there'll be definitely some surprises for sure. She's the old man of supercars, Craig Lowndes. 300th round this weekend. He's an absolute legend. Like, he's entered as a wild card this year. So, you know, does he, does he have any real chance of winning the big race? Can you believe that? 300 championship rounds. It's a mighty statistic. And to think that he's racked up seven wins uh, in the great race already is a, is a huge thing. He's paired with a young driver by the name of Declan Fraser, who's leading the second tier of the sport at the moment. And the reason the Triple Eight team have given Decker this opportunity is because of the way he's immersed himself in the race team. So in the weeks in between, he's been in there with engineers, with the staff, learning about everything he possibly can. And who better to have as a kind of mentor to soak up, you know, Bathurst experience from than Craig Lowndes. So that's a great combo and they'll absolutely be worth watching as the day goes um, on. It's a big mission for Declan Fraser. So providing he doesn't put a foot wrong, um, it'll be a good day for them. i tell you who's worth watching as well in this kind of wildcard sense is Greg Murphy and Richie Stanaway. They've had a couple of issues along the way during the week. Stanaway is fast and Murphy did his best ever lap around the mountain on Thursday. He's 50 and he went quicker than his amazing lap of the gods time from the early 2000s. Incredible. Rusty, you're at the Singapore Grand Prix last week. You've been everywhere. Superville and Max Verstappen, he didn't wrap up the world title there. What does that mean he needs to do in Japan this weekend to get his second world championship? And and also, what's the latest on, on the Red Bull cost cap breach allegations too? So Max Verstappen's got a 104-point uh, championship lead coming into this over Charles Leclerc and Sergio Perez, who were very good on the streets of, of Singapore. Uh, if... Max can um, get that 104 points to 112 clear at the end of the weekend at Suzuka in Japan. That'll basically assure him of the crown. There's other permutations that can um, swing in here. I mean, if he doesn't get the fastest lap, for example, and Charles Leclerc finishes second, then the championship will go to um, the United States. So uh, a lot of focus on uh, Japan as well and some talk of wet weather up in that part of the world for the race. And this whole cost cap thing in the paddock in Singapore, um, those allegations fueled a lot of uh, energy. Christian Horner is adamant they have not breached the $145 million cap. He believes, in fact, that they're under by a couple of million, I think I saw in one quote. Um, the FIA is due to, the governing body, is due to announce its findings tomorrow so uh, we'll wait and see what that um, what happens there and um, if indeed there is um, any penalties and there are a range of things if someone does breach that salary cap it relates to the 2021 year we should point out not 2022 and it can be championship points it could be exclusion it could be all sorts of things but we don't know yet um, if there is a defined breach they're going to release their their certification on the um, you know, on the finances if you will tomorrow. On your rusty look, we look forward to debriefing Bathurst and, of course, the F1 next week as well. Thanks all. Enjoy the race on the on the TV tomorrow, and I'll be talking to you from MotoGP at Phillip Island next week. Can't wait. Thanks, Rusty. Sounded Thanks, very rusty. serious, didn't he? It, mate, yes. he's in the zone. We've got two races we can actually watch on the telly this weekend because F1's at a normal time. Uh, Greg Russ for Bendix Breaks. Put your foot down with confidence. Coming up next to round things out, Candace, I am nervous because Richard's list of grievances. I've heard them in the past. They make me a little bit scared. I can see some of our producers sweating outside. So let's yes. get through this together, huh? Uh, get yeah, you again just... this week, will I? 
I just hope his negativity doesn't rub off on you. Yeah, good luck. Dead really? Set Legends <laughs> on Triple M. Making a racket. Little tennis joke there. You are the worst umpire that I've ever seen in my life. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. The Dead Set Legends on Triple M. Elliot Lovejoy, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner. Before we disappear, uh, I am told... This is how you round things out. You take your biggest risk in the last spot, which is a dumb decision. Uh, Richard, the floor is yours for your list of grievances for this week. Ah, there's the music. I'll tell you what I can't stand, amongst other things, amongst the, the litany of things that I can't, I can't stand. <laughs> I go to some expensive restaurant, right? Don't go often. You go to some, you know, $80 a plate, fine dining restaurant, and then you go to the loo, and they've got one unisex Lou. Now, if that's not a complete rip-off, right? You're playing you're paying an enormous amount for the food and they put in one Lou and everyone's got to share. The ladies have got to share. The ladies have got to share with men. See, they should never have to share with men because men are like rodents when they get in there. They they have no respect for the for the the unisex Lou and the ladies have got to go in after that. Like men just I don't know what it is with men. They've got no aim. They've got no respect. They should have some sort of device on, you know, it, so with a, a laser spot so that they can get their aim right. You know, the ladies How shouldn't ha- have to put up with that. Tell me, guys, is it hard to aim it? Depends on your state of mind and, and inebriation, <laughs> I, I suppose. There's a few factors in there, Candice. I mean, and, and is it the really weather. that hard to, yeah. to make it in the bowl? The, we- Why the weather it has always a bit end to do up with on it. the seat, does it? Yeah. But, Richard, how many of us are actually going to these $80 a plate restaurants? Ma- majority of us can't afford that. That's mm. right. And if you can go to them, you don't want to be sharing the loo with the men, do you? Do also, you want to share with the men? <laughs> no, not really. Exactly. But also, why? You tell me the- why. <laughs> The ladies like to take selfies in the bathroom. Mm. And, Richard, you don't want to be at the back of one of these selfies, do you? That's not why the ladies don't like the men in there, because <laughs> men are disgusting, right? I, I just, Richard, you, also, you are out of touch with the common man. I, I mean, you know, Candice and I, a couple of battlers over I here, our $10 yes. bento box uh-huh. on a Friday night, you, you're paying 80 bucks for an entree. If you can afford that kind of food, you can hire a portaloo outside for yourself. Hey, I don't go unless they're yes, not sponsored. Yes, Elliot. Right? <laughs> if, if I've got someone else paying, I'm going to the $80 restaurant. Otherwise, also, Richard, I'm eating at some, wanna... like, $15 a schnitty low-rent <laughs> restaurant. Here we go. But also, Richard, you don't want to be embarrassed if you drop the kids off in the bathroom and then all of a sudden there's a, a beautiful-looking lady standing there and there's no there's no spray to hide the evidence. Mm. There's nothing. So what you don't want to be embarrassed as well. <laughs> do, you, do you think, just to round out, do you think the unisex bathroom smelling worse at your fancy establishments or, or poor old Candice with her dodgy deodorant today, the, the home brand <laughs> oh, stuff? Oh, yeah. What about that? Whoa, I mean, well, that's Candace. a low blow. Yeah, David texted us before, so it's dreadful. See, it's can't the end go of the show. Anyway. <laughs> he's decided well, he's going to go rogue at the end of the go. show. They can invite whoever they want back next week. I don't care. Uh, Triple M rocks Bathurst next with Brendo, so keep it locked on the M's all weekend. The Dead Set Legends. We'll catch you next week. Game, set, and match. The cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner.